This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, March 7th, 2021. No love lost, love forgives. Good morning. Good morning, Connection Church. In person, online, wherever you might be, we are so glad that you've uh, you're joining us this morning as we celebrate and praise and worship our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. No Love Lost, that's our series from here till Easter. Today we're going to be talking about Love Forgives. Good morning, Connection Church. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who've been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I've got to say, I am so excited to see everyone here today, faces that uh, you've been online with us and, and you're here in person. Those of you joining us online, um, Alan, Dale, and Carol Odenwelder, you poured so much into Turner when we were in Seaford. Thank you, thank you. And our friends Linda, and we've got a lot of families on Facebook watching, and then there are even more on YouTube. So we are honored and humbled and blessed as together we, we lift the Lord's name on high. And there is no other name no other name. So let's pray right now. Almighty God, thank you so much for today, a day that we tackle um, a subject that applies to all of us. And um, Lord, thank you for your scripture that guides us, your Holy Spirit that comforts us and even convicts us, and your presence here and always with us. We give this time to you, Lord, Help us remove any distractions that may be about um, around us and really have some laser focus on you. We pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and by the power of the Holy Spirit. And everybody gathered here and online said, Amen. Amen. Love forgives. God is love. God forgives. There's an, like an echo on something. I'm sorry, it's distracting. God is love. God forgives. Therefore, Love forgives, one of those logical expressions, you know, God is love, God forgives, therefore love forgives, at least when we're talking about God, right, in that expression. So, but what about us? Well, when we look at um, the love chapter in the scripture that we looked at last week, not 1 Corinthians 13, you know, the, the wedding love chapter, but the different love chapter, 1 John chapter 4, New Testament, second part of the Bible there we're told that we are to love one another, for love comes from God. In other words, we're to love each other as God loves us, love one another with that agape love we talk about so much here, you know, that, that love, that unconditional love, that unemotional love, that I've made a decision to love you and I'm going to stick to it kind of love. Well, then if I'm going to love as God loves then I'm going to need to forgive as God forgives. It's like Paul shares with us in, shares in his letter to the church at Colossus, and we figure he's speaking to us as well. Colossians 3, verse 13, this is the New International Version. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Say the rest with me here and at home. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. 
Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Wow, that is a challenge. Oh, well. That's a really big challenge for all of us. The Lord forgave us all the way to the cross, all the way to the cross, all the way to dying for us to offer us forgiveness. Forgive as the Lord forgives us, forgive you. I don't know about you, but I really need help with this one. It's very, very hard. Love equals God. Love forgives. Mm. So Rick Warren, he's a pastor out in California at a church called Saddleback. He's written a couple of books. He wrote one called The Purpose Driven Church, but he also wrote one called The Purpose Driven Life. Everybody here read Purpose Driven Life. It's a, I mean, it sold millions of copies. It's a, it's a great book. Well, looking up, he has a four-day devotional called, Hello, Love Forgives. Perfect. Love Forgives. And in this devotional, Warren points out that there's a lot of faulty thinking when it comes to forgiveness. And as a result, the act of forgiveness gets watered down, it gets abused, it gets cheapened. And so then he asks the question, uh, what is forgiveness really? And he offers a little quick quiz on forgiveness, just a five-question quiz. And it's real simple. We're going to give you this quiz. All you have to answer to yourself, true or false. It's a true or false. You know, in school, you have a 50-50 chance of being right here. You know, you, you could get 100. You could, you get, you're not going to get 50%, though, because there's five questions. So you're going to get a 40 or a 60. You know, you're not going to get half. Okay, here you go. People should not be forgiven until they ask for it, true or false. Forgiveness includes minimizing the offense in the, and the pain that it caused, true or false. Forgiveness includes restoring trust and reuniting a relationship, true or false. That's a little mixed one. I heard some mumbling yeah. there. <laughs> you haven't really forgiven mm. until you've forgotten the offense, true or false. When I see someone else hurt, then it is my duty to forgive the offender, true or false. Okay, yeah. three and five were, one, one, two and four were pretty solid there. But uh, All right, so Pastor Warren points out that when we closely look at Scripture, we find that all five of these statements are false. All five are false. And then he offers the reason for this by sharing what forgiveness is not. We're going to share that now. Check it out. Forgiveness. forgiveness is not conditional. It's not conditional. It's not based on what someone else does or doesn't do. Forgiveness is unconditional, not earned or deserved. It is not based on a promise that something will never happen again, saying, I will forgive you if... That's not forgiveness. It's bargaining. Mm. Number two, forgiveness is not minimizing the seriousness of the offense. It's important to honestly face what was done, to name it, and to recognize the damage that it caused. Forgiveness is not resuming a relationship without changes. Forgiveness and restoring relationships are two different things. Restoring relationship means building or rebuilding trust, and that can take a long time, if ever. You, only you can forgive, and the 
the other person can demonstrate genuine repentance, which rebuilds trust that may bring about restoration of the relationship over time. Number four, forgiveness is not forgetting what happened. You know, we say forgive and forget. It's not forgetting what happened. Sometimes it's really hard to forget, isn't it? It's, sometimes it's really hard, especially when we're, uh, what we're, uh, especially when we're really trying to forget what happened, especially when something was really painful. And so it's important for us to seek God's help and somehow finding something good out of something that was so bad. Forgiveness is not my right when I wasn't the one who was hurt. That's an interesting one. Only the victim, only the one who was offend, had been offended has the right to forgive. You can't forgive those who haven't hurt you. Okay, so that's what forgiveness isn't. Let's talk about what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is letting go of the pain someone caused you. Not so much for their sake, but for your sake. And it's almost a selfish thing. It's, all, it's, about, it's about you. It's about your health, about your healthy emotion and state of being. Because holding on to that pain brings bitterness. And that bitterness can only make your life less than God, what God wants it to be for you, for him. And you might say, yeah, but I just can't let it go. Yes, you can. It's possible. You're in charge of your life. You're in charge of your life. I'm in charge of mine. In fact, here's the, here's the real challenge. You're the only one that can let it go. Nobody can let it go for you. Yeah. And it's crucial for you to do it. It's crucial for you to, because the only one who suffers from unforgiveness is you. Not allowing yourself to let it go, thinking that holding on to the hurt and pain is going to somehow get even with the other person. I love this. This is in mind. Somebody gave this to me a while back. It's like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. That's a great thing. I mean, that's how it is when we just won't let go. The only one who suffers is you. So I've had some things in my life that have really, really hurt me. I know you, you have too. We all have. You really, really hurt. And I find myself thinking I've let it go. And then something triggers it. And it replays in my mind over and over. And, and here's the thing. I can keep replaying it and it never changes. I can't, re I can't change what happened. I just can't do it. No matter how much I want the past to be different, it's never going to be different. And not only replaying it or reliving it, um, it doesn't change it. it. When I revisit those places, it, it hurts again, over and over and over again. And so when those things happen in my life where, where I relive something that has, has hurt so, so deep down, I have trained myself more and more to say, okay, God, this is yours, this is yours, this is yours, or I'll put on some, some music, or, you know, I'll read, I'll, I'll distract myself through the word of God or through scriptures that are hidden in my heart, and it helps. It really, really helps. Put that aside 
put that aside. And um, it doesn't have the control over me that it once did. It does come in, but it goes out quicker, which is such grace and mercy that God has for each one of us. We say this a lot. Forgiveness is giving up all hope of a better path. You know, all too often we think, well, if I don't hold on to it, who will? <laughs> Somebody's got to hang on to this thing. <laughs> it's got to be me. Somebody's got to remember, <coughs> excuse me, the hurt that I received. Somebody's got to pay for the wrong that was done to me. And we know a lot of you, you know, a lot of wrong has been to you, many of you as well. You know, we've all uh, been hurt, some hurt very, very badly at times. But you know, holding on to the pain of the past only brings continued sorrow to us, doesn't it? It only continues the sorrow. It doesn't bring it to the other person. And, and this is kind of a trivial example, but it just brings it home when I think about it. It's kind of, kind of goofy, kind of funny. When I was a kid, be at the dinner table, and my father would do something to upset me, you know, and I was a stubborn little guy. Gosh, no. it's so good I've changed, you know. <laughs> anyway, I was a stubborn little guy, and Dad would do something, and, and, and I'd get attitude. So it'd be dessert time. I think, well, I'll show him. I won't eat my dessert. <laughs> Dad would say, Alan, um, I'll eat your dessert. You're the only one hurting him while he's sitting there enjoying his dessert. I showed him. He enjoyed it, and I went off without getting pudding or whatever it was. I'm going, well, that was goofy, wasn't it? Well, it's, not, it's, you know, it's like when we hold on to a hurt, I'll, let, I'll, I'll show them. And 20 years later, you say, remember that time you did so-and-so? And they go, I did what? And they don't even know about it, you know? And you've been clinging to that for 20 years. You go, oh, my goodness. It just doesn't work, does it? Clinging to that does not hurt the other person like you're hoping it will. Well, and then there's the question... Like, how many times do I need to forgive? How many times do I have to go through this? How many times do I need to let something go? Well, I don't know about you, but there's times in my life where I, I just spoke to this. I've had to let it go, and then I think I have, and then I think about it again, and then I have to let it go again, and then, okay, great, and then something, and I have to let it back in, and well... Jesus' disciple, Peter, he asked the very same question. How many times do I have to do this? Well, check this out. Matthew chapter 18, verse 21. Then Peter came to him, that, that him is Jesus, and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? Well, the Jewish custom was to forgive three times. The number seven represents completeness and perfection. It's a very good symbolic number, completeness and perfection. And so Peter was really taking it up a notch when he said, well, do I have to do it seven times? Because the custom was three times. So some of you know Jesus' response. Uh, <laughs> nope. He didn't say nope. Nope. <laughs> no, not seven times, Jesus replied. Say it with me, but 70 times seven. That's Ouch. a lot of times. That's a lot of times. Yeah. Seven, the perfect number, times seven, the perfect number, 
So that's the perfect number squared. And 10 times it by 10. 490, right? 490. So you sit there and go, okay, I forgot 487, 48, 489, nine, I'm done. Now, I, I don't think that's what Jesus was getting at. Now, I, basically, he was saying is, there's no limit. It's endless to the number of times we need to forgive. And I found this true for me at times. I have to keep forgiving. I have to keep letting it go, keep asking God to help me. You know, because some things I just keep revisiting. Um, I got to take my own advice here, you know, preaching to myself. Keep letting it go until it's gone. It's, it's not always easy, is it? But it is possible with God's help. Yeah, the Holy Spirit can change our thoughts. Yeah. 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 All right, so it's important to rem remember what we read in Romans chapter 12. And this is a paraphrase. It's in the message. So Romans 12, 17 through 19. Don't hit back. Discover beauty in everyone. If you've got it in you, get along with everybody. Don't insist on getting even. That's not for you to do. I'll do the judging, says God. I'll take care of it. Hmm. Well, I have this sign in, in our bathroom, so when I look in the mirror, it's like right here. Deb, if you're watching this, Deb Hartwick, you gave it to me, and it's like, hey, uh, I've got your problems today. You don't need to deal with them. And it's just such a good reminder. You know, God will take care of things. God will do the judging. It's not for us to do. Mm. So don't get even. Don't let it go to God. You know, as, as, as Pastor Warren shares in the devotional, love forgives. Uh, and being wrong and being told biblically to forgive sometimes seems a little unfair, doesn't it? I mean, come on. Let's, let's be real here. Sometimes it's like unfair. But, and, and he points out it is unfair sometimes. It is unfair. It was also unfair that Jesus went to the cross for us, wasn't it? If we want to talk about fair. That he gave his very life for you and for me so that we might be forgiven. That was way unfair for him. Yeah. All the way to the cross. You know, we're very happy when God isn't fair with us. <laughs> but, but, but when we don't get what we deserve, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When God offers us a second chance, funny how, though, we want justice for everybody else. <laughs> and yet very appreciative of that grace and mercy that God offers us. Grace and mercy, mercy and grace, two sides of a coin, right? Mercy, not getting what we deserve. Grace, getting something we didn't deserve. Yeah, and we're so thankful that God is both graceful and merciful. Yep. Our challenge is when God calls us to remember that we're created in God's image. <laughs> Hello. When God calls us to get in touch with our, let's call it our divine side, that spark of the divine that's in us. When God calls us to get in, in, in touch with our God-like feelings, God-like thinking, our challenge is to be more graceful and merciful than those around us. More graceful and merciful with those who hurt us. Yeah. More graceful and merciful with those 
who treat us in ways that we really don't want to be treated because it's hurtful and painful. And so our challenge is to love and to forgive as God loves and forgives. Our challenge is living out this week's theme, love forgives. Yeah. So Rick Warren points this out. He says that when we don't forgive, we fall into a trap. And the trap is resentment and bitterness. Those things in my life, uh, particularly, um, well, I'm, re I'm referring to when my parents split, that, wow, I ended up drinking that cup of bitterness for a long time about some of the stuff that happened to my family. And it just became um, paralyzing. And it's a worthless emotion. It really is. It's worthless. And it's so unhealthy. And it actually eats us alive. And it actually causes physical issues, too. You can't sleep. You can't eat. I mean, it's not good. And if we let it go, that, I don't mean like let it go to God, but if we let it go and go and go and spiral, that resentment and bitterness, it just, it piles on. And then even previous hurts, and it just, it becomes a spiral that is just really dark, and, and it can be ugly. And sometimes things have happened that we need to forgive someone even from the grave. I mean, they're not even there for us to cash it out. But as we've already said, the past is over, it's done, and it can't be changed. The past is the past. And those people cannot continue to hurt us unless we allow them to do so. Unless we continue to hold on to the hurt. In the example I just gave about my family, I am so thankful. This, I wasn't going to say this, but I've shared this before when I was at a retreat and I'm like, okay, God, I'm feeling really close to you. What do I need to do now for you? I mean, it was a little bit cavalier. And when I heard, forgive your father, I'm like, holy cow, are you kidding me? <laughs> He's the one that needs to talk to us. But, but I did. And we had a conversation, and our relationship was restored to something of beauty. And we had 20 years of just awesomeness and being in the Word together and studying the Bible together. And, and um, it, it was great, and I cherish all that now. But if I had held on to that bitterness and resentment, we would have both missed out. Mm. We would have both missed out. And so it's so important to just leave it, leave it, leave it with God. You know, if you're waiting for somebody to say, I'm sorry, that doesn't, okay, that doesn't magically do it. You've got to let it go, whether they say sorry or not. And as Carrie said, sometimes people are still held hostage when that person's dead and gone. They're still controlling our lives from the grave. Why would we let that happen? You say, well, I can't have, write it out. Write them a letter. That'll work, trust me. Write them a letter. You don't even have to have a face-to-face -face in order to forgive someone. But here again, as we said, the only one that can do it is you, me. We can only forgive. They can't. Only we can. Check this out. Luke 6, 31-36. This again is a paraphrase of the 
uh, by Eugene Peterson in the message. This is Jesus talking. This is great. This is great. Here's a simple rule of thumb for your behavior. Ask yourself what you want people to do for you. And then grab the initiative and do it for them. If you only love the lovable, you expect a pat on the back? Run-of-the-mill sinners do that. If you only help those who help you, do you expect a medal? I love this guy. Garden variety sinners do that. If you only give for what you hope to get out of it, do you think that's charity? The stingiest of pawnbrokers does that. I tell you, love your enemies. Ouch. Boy, that's hard. Love your enemies. Help and give without expecting a return. You'll never, I promise, regret it. Live out this God-created identity the way our Father lives toward us, generously and graciously, even when we're at our worst. Wow. Our Father is kind. You be kind. So love forgives. Is it easy? Nope, it's not. And we can only do it with God's help, but we can do it. And even then, it's a real challenge, especially if the hurt's really deep, deep, deep. Um, If someone has brought some unimaginable pain into our lives, and it might take 490 times of forgiveness. It might, or more, and then some. And it's important to remember that forgiveness doesn't mean we're saying that what happened okay. It doesn't even really mean that we've got to reconcile with that person in the flesh. Boundaries are important. We want, to, we want everyone to hear that. Boundaries are really, really important. And there are certain people in our lives that really, it, it would be safe to not let them in. But they don't have to control our hearts. They don't have to um, hurt us anymore. Forgiveness does not free the other person. It frees us. It frees us to live as Christ would want us to live, to have us live. It's a life where we're not held hostage by the past, but open to the possibilities of God and God's plan for our lives now and in the future. It's a life where we're free to love God the way God loves us unconditionally, no strings attached. That's that's that grace that we receive. It's a free gift. Sharing that love that Jesus shared with us on the cross. Loving others as we are loved. Remember, God equals love. Love forgives. It's the hardest thing to give away, the last thing on your mind today. It always goes to those who don't deserve. It's the opposite of how you feel when the pain they cause is just too real. It takes everything you have just to say the word forgiveness. 
It flies in the face of all your pride. It moves away the mad inside. It's always anger's own worst enemy. Even when the jury and the judge say you got a right to hold a grudge, it's the whisper in your ear saying, set it free. Forgiveness. Forgiveness, forgiveness, show me how to love the unlovable, show me how to reach the unreachable, help me now to do the impossible, forgiveness. Forgiveness, help me now to do the impossible, forgiveness. It'll clear the bitterness away, it can even set a prisoner free. There is no end to what its power can do. So let it go and be amazed by what you see through eyes of grace. The prisoner that it really frees is you. Forgiveness. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life he offers.